Welcome back, everybody, to the Easy Mojo Podcast. Today, you have myself, of course, Brian Gilronan, BG, and Daniel Peterson, Big Money D. What's up, everybody? And we're very excited to have Catherine Minabat. You got it. Yes. You did it. it. You stuck that landing. We practiced. Uh, Catherine, that's the only time I'm going to say your last name. (laughs) That's okay. Um, (laughs) I've known Catherine for quite a while. Uh, Mostly at at the beginning of our relationship was her serving me drinks. Yes. God, how long Um, have we known each other? It's been a little while. Okay. It's been a while. (laughs) Yep, longer. And you work with... uh, uh, Laura Kelly as well for yeah. a while there mm-hmm. and, and such. Love her. Yes, love her very much. I hope you get her on one of these days. Love you, Laura. Love you. Hey, shout hey. out. Um, <laughs> and Catherine has gone on to work for different places, has mm-hmm. learned many things, and is now the proud co-owner of Homemakers Bar mm-hmm. in downtown Cincinnati. Hell yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. So welcome. So, uh, Catherine, we want to have you on because, I mean, I've been a big admirer of yours for years. Aww. And, but and you know, we've talked a little bit about your, your backstory, but I've been fascinated about, you know, where you came from, why you chose Cincinnati, why you've, you've planted roots here and all that stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. So uh, without further ado, what uh, can you give us a little bit of your backstory? Where'd you grow up? All that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I grew up in Los Angeles and... Um, so I'm a native there, which is kind of weird. A lot of people aren't from there, mm-hmm. you know? Um, here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I grew up there. I actually went to film school. Mm. I went to Loyola Marymount. That's what oh, I oh, wanted yeah. to do when I grew up, you mm-hmm. know? So fascinated with the movies, and I wanted to specifically be a screenwriter. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, so I was at Loyola, and then I graduated and um, went on to work in different areas of the industry. So I worked at a lot of the other um, studios. So I worked at Fox mm-hmm. Searchlight. I worked oh, at wow. Sony. Um, and then because I wanted to be, that's the funny thing about the industry is that you have to be kind of like, there's no path. Like it's like, oh. if you do this, this is how you mm. become a screenwriter. Right, right. Um, so one of the paths that had been sort of shown to me by one of my mentors was like, if you want to work for a writer, the easiest way is to work at a talent agency. Hmm. If you okay. make it there a year, it's like a badge of honor <laughs> for the big three okay. talent agency. Basically, it's like you're just getting hazed oh, and Jesus. people wow. know. Yeah. So if you have that on your resume, you can get a job okay. pretty much anywhere. Okay. And it's a good way to make connections. So I worked at William Morris. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where things went slightly awry yeah. for me. Okay. Because uh, you get kind of wrapped up, I think being an intentional person and being passionate about what you do is really Mm -hmm. important. Right. Mm. And I sort of just like stopped loving movies. I wasn't writing. I was just like kind of like a broken shell of myself, you know? So you weren't feeling it anymore. I wasn't feeling it. And I just had this like moment of like, I could see my life in 10 years. And I was like, I don't want to be that person. And you know, and you're sort of like surrounded by, a lot of people who maybe don't share the same values, you know, look Mm -hmm. at things as like, like relationships and family is really important to me, you know? And like, I'm also like very driven and work really hard. Mm -hmm. Um, So I saw myself kind of turning into a person I didn't recognize, you know? So I had kind of like a, what they call a quarter life crisis. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. And, uh, so there was just like a breaking point at the job. I made it eight months. So um, close. So close. And I mean, I worked, I can't believe, you know, when you think about 
different times in your life and you're yeah. sort of like, how did I How'd make I get it out that? of there? Right. Oh, so yeah. I would work at like eight in the morning from eight in the morning to eight o'clock at night. And um, I would still bartend. Oh my God. On Fridays. Cause it was like my, it was like my joy. It was like oh, my side outlet. piece okay. yeah. <laughs> where I actually like, going on yeah, right like there. I actually like still recognize myself cause I was like making people happy yeah. and, mm. I just got to have that immediate sort of like instant gratification where yeah. I was like doing something because like at the agency, I was sort of like, I can't do anything right, you know? And it's just like a horrible culture. It's like, you're just mm. treated in any way and it's just accepted, you what? know? It's like, you can just be treated like complete. Can I say shit? Oh, yeah. you can. Oh, okay, you all you want. <laughs> you don't care. Yeah, so like you were just treated like shit, you know? Like some yeah. of these, and I had one of the, more well-behaved agents okay um what like is this, there was what one. is this place like what kind of i don't know like i'm not familiar uh, uh william morris is a big talent agency okay. so yeah, they huge right okay. yeah and um like there was one agent who didn't want to use computers so his his what his um his uh assistant would have to write everything on post-its and oh he had this like very gosh. specific like color-coded post-it system and he would have <laughs> He would turn and burn like they would. Uh, it would be like a month. Like if you made it a month with him, it was like you're stronger that. than most people. <laughs> like he broke people. So I had an agent who was just like, he was just sort of like up, like kind of up and down okay. all over the place. So yeah, yeah. it just wasn't my thing. So I, I sort of was like, didn't know what to do with myself and the only thing I could think of was to like physically take myself out of California. Cause it's wow. like all I okay. knew. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and so I sort of was like, what is the least Los Angeles place I can think of? <laughs> and it wasn't Cincinnati. It was Boston. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I yeah, was yeah. like, Oh, Boston. Yeah. Other side of the country. Sounds great. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. A lot right, of yeah. old, old stuff. Yeah. yeah. I was like, um, cool. I'll move to Boston. That was it. That's I was just like, I'm going like to move to Boston. Yeah, and I this. packed everything up in my little Mitsubishi Mirage. Oh my gosh, you drove. I drove. Oh, wow. um, I had a um, an easel going down the middle of my <laughs> car because <laughs> I was like, I'll paint when I'm in Boston. Hell like, I'll yeah. actually like do the stuff that I love to do. And then um, my best friend is from Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky specifically. Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. met in... Um, Los Angeles. Her okay. family is oh. from Bellevue. They own oh, yeah. Schneider's Sweet Shop. Shout out. Oh my out. gosh. Wow. Shout out to the Ice Balls. Hell yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. Yeah. So uh, she sort of was like being a good friend and being supportive, but like, hmm, you don't know anybody in Boston. You don't have a job or a place to live. Sounds great. <laughs> you should check in with me in Cincinnati. So I was just meant to be here for like a month. Oh, you're just going to hang out. I was just checking in. Chill out. Yeah, she huh. just taking my temperature to make sure. Because it's like, you know, this was, um, so it'll be my... Uh, twelve year anniversary wow. on Valentine's Day wow, in man. Cincinnati. In Cincinnati, yeah. Uh, so, wow. um, you know, twelve years ago, you couldn't just get on your laptop and find a place to live, right. and mm. like, a, it was like a little bit harder. Right. She's like, you know, no one in Boston. <laughs> like, yeah, but I support you. You know, it was like very much like <laughs> you're insane, but right. I, I support you. you. <laughs> yeah. So, um, she did her due diligence as a best friend, mm -hmm, like. Mm -hmm. Do what you got to do, but you've lost your shit. 
but you know, just, like kinda, just, just hang out for a bit. Right. And I just loved um, I'd come here to visit before oh, okay. um, mm-hmm. to see here. And I loved how inexpensive it was. Oh, man. We went to the That's Bellevue Vets. One of the first oh times I came. Have you guys ever been there? I've oh. driven past it a million times, but never been in there. It's great. Okay. But I remember ordering a round of drinks and shots and the bartender was like, you know, something absurd, like $22. I'm like, no, no. The whole round and the shots. It's like, and she's yeah, like, 22, 22 bucks. bucks. I'm like, I love it here. <laughs> Bellevue bets, you know. So, um, uh, but yeah, so I just sort of was like fascinated about what was going on in the city. It was mm-hmm. like really, there was something about it that I was drawn to. Mm-hmm. So um, I stayed. There was like a moment I was thinking about moving to Chicago because I love the vibe there. Oh, I love yeah. the energy because sure. it still is like, the same thing it's like a big city but yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and i always it's weird when i say this but like people are so nice here <laughs> and really yeah see it's that reaction of like you think so <laughs> but i mean it's all relative <laughs> yeah, right? yeah true. Sure. i also think there's a sincerity so it's like if somebody isn't like a fan of me mm-hmm. i know and i appreciate that because in los angeles it's very like I'm, oh hey yeah I'm, you're the yeah. best i hate her right. yeah like she's the worst you know and like they, you can still hear them like uh-huh. they don't even have the politeness right. to wait till you're out of earshot jesus <laughs> right um so i find that incredibly comforting just mm-hmm. like that knowing and then um but like someplace like louisville like they're almost too nice that mm-hmm. i don't right. believe it like oh, i think they're going ma- down south and yeah like, i think they're like making like, fun uh, of me <laughs> Are you making fun of me? What, what, what are, are you, you so putting nice? in that drink? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you being so nice? Sweet tea. What do you want? <laughs> what the hell's going on here? What do you want? Yeah. Yeah. What, um, are, you, what are you trying to get out of this? Right. <laughs> so I think it's like Cincinnati's like that perfect. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think people are middle, really nice yeah. here. Hmm. I mean, you say hello, they say hi back. Like, you don't get that in Los Angeles. So. Yeah. As a transplant myself, I had to get yeah. used to the whole please thing. Like, oh, right. What, what, do you, please what, what do you mean? Please what? Please what? Please. Please. I'm so, I'm so confused. Please, For sorry. Those that don't live here, uh, if somebody says please, they're asking you to repeat yourself. Right. Right. Because yeah. they did not hear you the first time. Yeah. And that is something that's kind of unique to this it whole It threw area. me right. off when I moved down here and, and uh, like, met Mike Feldiger's mom right. and, and all that. I'm like, right. did I offend? Did I offend? What them? happened? What's going on? <laughs> Can someone explain to me they what just happened? They just want happen? you to repeat yourself. They, <laughs> they didn't just, hear you. Yeah, they it's didn't like, hear you. Stop mumbling, But like jerk. my reaction is to always go, sorry. And so it's just like this, like, it's like the Abbott and Cassell. It's like, please, sorry. Sorry, what? Please, oh, no. sorry. And I'm like, how do I get out of this loop? Uh, like, what am I saying? So you you moved to, were you in Bellevue then? Were you staying with your friend? I lived or? in, we used to live over the candy store. Holy Nikes. <laughs> it was amazing. Okay. It was like kind of like a script like i have moved from the big city and now i'm living over a, Above candy, a candy store well, in Bellevue, yeah. Kentucky. all right well it's so it's funny like too because like yonkers or something yeah i, I love that. my my friends and my family but they're kind of assholes because a lot of them had this like envi- like envisioned my life here because like i said like i lived in kentucky like my address in kentucky but like I live in Cincinnati. Like, you did know? you stop wearing shoes? Yeah, like, no. <laughs> they imagine I was like an Looney Tunes oh, version no. of like a state. I'm like, do you not have this the is internet? A city. Yeah, like... and one of my friends, I remember this is like the best story. So, one of my friends when when uh, I first moved here, a lot of them would come out to like visit me, you know, mm-hmm. just, just to be sure like, what's Cali? up? Yeah, from Cali okay, to come yeah. here and just to be like, what's up? <laughs> What's going on out here? What are you doing? What are you yeah, doing? Yeah, what's happening? No, really, what are you doing? No, yeah, really. Um, 
we want to we want you to come home yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we're we pick her up from uh dayton airport and we're oh, driving sure. back my yeah, friend yeah. kevin shout out kevin dance um yeah, is driving us back which was so kind that he drove to yeah. pick her up yeah, yeah. and we're driving back and she says like she doesn't even hear what she's about to say and she says oh my god you guys have starbucks out here <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like god damn it like god <laughs> and i'm just like and then he without skipping a beat he's like yeah we've had running water for two years too it's been awesome and then i could feel her shrinking like because she was like oh shit oh no and i'm like just turn around let's just bring her back to the airport uh, <laughs> she felt so bad but i was like oh uh, god it's a uh, yeah hey get it you know Get get outside the bubble a little bit. Yeah, yeah. but it's yeah. um yeah. So I I after the brief moment where I was like I'm gonna move to Chicago, mm -hmm. um and realize it's too cold there. <laughs> um, and way more expensive. Yeah, and oh way more God. expensive. Um, yeah. I sort of was like, no, I want to stay in Cincinnati. And I always tell people it sounds like super cheesy, but I tell people that Cincinnati is where I grew up. You mm -hmm. know, like I really mm -hmm. took my full form here into yeah. like mm -hmm. a not garbage human. Yes. <laughs> Cheers and just like that. yeah you know um still with some garbage tendencies but you know yeah. we're working we, on we it all, work in progress we all have that. uh so yeah i mean i think it's just like a place where you are allowed to be able to do the things that you love and there's mm. like i mean you can do that anywhere but in a place where the cost of living is a little right. bit lower mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um that pressure to create um with that immediate um success is lower mm -hmm. you know right. and like that's what i love like especially like when i worked at 21c mm -hmm. um i would meet people all the time and they were either not from cincinnati or they were visiting oh, right yeah um and they would always have this like attitude of like huh it doesn't suck here you know <laughs> right. like so yeah. surprised <laughs> and like happily surprised mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. i always saw how special this place is mm -hmm. and was, mm -hmm. um, and especially it's kind of an oasis, really. Yeah, in the Midwest. Mm -hmm. it's yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like I'm one of those people that like wants to shout it from the rooftops. Like, right. I love you, Cincinnati. Yeah. I don't care yeah. who knows it. You yeah. know, like that kind of thing. I love, and that's you know, I mean, really one of the one of the many reasons we wanted to have you on because you are such a good Cincinnati cheerleader kind of person. Right. You know. Yeah, I love yeah. it. I love it here. It gave me a, a really cool gift mm. to be able to just like, like that. become myself, mm -hmm. you know, and like it mm. is inspiring to be part of it's easy to become part of a community here. Right. Yeah. Um, and just like even outside of like your immediate like obviously there's like a very strong bar and restaurant community here. Yeah, for sure. Um, but outside of that, like people who are entrepreneurs or people who are kind of do like there's so much support and yeah, like the intersections um, yeah. are, are easier yeah. to access. Right. And yeah. it's like, you know, you meet somebody, it's like, I used to be a lawyer and now I make hummus. You yep. know, it's just like you hear so many of those stories <laughs> of like yeah. people are like, I used to work at P and G and now Yeah. I, yeah. Now I'm a brewer. I mean we're here we yeah. hear that a lot. Yeah. Like, you yeah, know, right. and that's right. badass that you're allowed to be able to just like leave your comfort zone quote unquote mm -hmm. and just do something mm -hmm. that you really like love mm -hmm. and be able to support yourself and not be scared I mean it's yeah. still scary but it's like the pressure in Los Angeles like I would never be able to open a bar in Los Angeles without like investors and like... I mean we have yeah I mean it's like it, it. I think the cost like emotionally and mentally mm -hmm. would have been too much because mm -hmm. right. it's like a lot 
now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, but like right, yeah. um but like here the I'm the kind of person like I think about like what's the worst case scenario? Mm-hmm. What's going to happen after that fallout? Mm-hmm. And like in this scenario it's like I'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but in Los yeah. Angeles it would be like I'm well, done. Shit. I guess, am uh, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. I guess um living in my car. I don't yeah. know, you know. <laughs> Yeah, like the uh, worst case scenario is like a lot more, um, a lot more dire. Yeah, it's yeah. just like yeah. a little scarier. Right. Yeah. So right. yeah, so I guess you just get a little bit more of that pure. Like I'm just gonna create because I love it, and, and I can do this. I can do this. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you have a little bit right. more support from the community because it's like people who are quote unquote our competitors mm-hmm. have been so amazing and lovely and. Yeah. Um, you don't find that in a lot of places, mm-hmm. Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Right. Especially. Yeah, they're like Angeles. neighbors. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're my neighbors. Yeah. You know, yeah. and they're our friends, and um, mm-hmm. you go through a lot of the same shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> and sometimes like you want to just vent to someone to be like, the nose. Can I scream into your face? Yeah. <laughs> for thirty seconds Not at your face, yeah, right? In this your is, face, just is like a ah, thing. yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So you were you mentioned you were a twenty one C that is the Metropole restaurants yeah. um, yeah. and the the hotel fancy hotel yeah fancy smancy artsy love it love yeah it there I love that place um, were you did you were you anywhere before that it was like was your, I was your... right, so this is funny I was working at the pub Rookwood oh wow the yeah. Rookwood pub yeah that's no where kidding. I was um, I met some of my very closest friends oh, to this cool. day there that's awesome um, so I was working there just like you know. Trying Make, to figure it out. Making some cash. Yeah, I was just like, mm. okay. And that's the great thing about bartending. It's like one of those things that if I was like tomorrow, I'm like, you know what, Cincinnati, goodbye. Mm-hmm. I could just mm-hmm. go somewhere Take else. A job somewhere. And, yeah. and bartend and yeah. I'd be okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's cool. Um, but yeah, I was just kind of ready to find something. And I don't know why I like went to like this like mass like job fair that they had for 21c because they had had to hire so many people they were just opening right yeah Yeah. and i like did not have like the credentials to work there (laughs) like i mean i'd always bartended like you know i could do that um but as far as the cocktail program i'd never been part of something that um uh I, i guess the word is um formal Oh sure. <laughs> like yeah. it was like a formal bar program yep, where they like had like an identity and sort of like a direction. Yeah, and it was right. like very cocktails that were really thoughtful and intentional. Like I'd never been part yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I went to this job fair. There were literally hundreds of oh, people Jesus. there. And I I waited for 2 hours. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like I was fine at my job. I was just like ready to leave, you yeah. know, try something new. Yeah. And um the second person I interviewed, like they finally interviewed me and the second person was like the second highest ranking person of the company because oh, it was still a small company then. It yeah, was like they only had a it few. Just, it was just or Louisville. Was Cincinnati. You're Cincinnati right. It was, was the second, second location. Yeah. That's right. So they were like, wow. "You're great. You're hired." You know, and for the first, I'd say like four months, I was like, "You guys, I don't belong here." <laughs> I, t- I tricked you because <laughs> uh, I, I just felt like there was so much I didn't know. Mm-hmm. You know, like even like the way that I used to make old fashions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. embarrassing you know like oh, embarrassing no. but like 
you know, just you didn't know. So Am that's I how you made my it. old fashions wrong. No, uh, you're making it perfect. Oh, thank you. However you, you like. <laughs> um, but like when I, I think about that. what the other bartenders thought, I was like embarrassed because uh-huh. I was like, I don't know as much as they do. Yeah, you know, right. that was embarrassing. Like not the drink itself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was just like, I don't know what you know. Oh, right. right. Um, and I'm clearly showing it because <laughs> you can see it in the glass, you know. Yeah. Um, no hiding. No hiding. So <laughs> it's amazing what can happen when people say yes to you and support you and say like, no, yes, you belong here. Mm-hmm. Um, you have hmm. a good palate. You just and you want to learn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you're supposed to be here. So they gave me so mm-hmm. much freedom. Mm-hmm. Anything I was like, I want to do this. They would say, OK, let's do it. <laughs> and that's like really powerful. I truly I believe that. What you were know? some of the things they said yes to? Um, like, so for instance, um, the cocktails that we were doing there at the time we were doing like shrubs, which like a lot of people were like, I don't know what that is. You know, I didn't know what a shrub was until I went to your bar. Yeah. It's like a drinking vinegar, just like an old method of, um, preserving fruit, um, in vinegar. And then you can drink the vinegar afterwards. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and then you add it to, as an additive. Yeah. So you can add it to a cocktail. Yeah. Um, gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, but so. A lot of the cocktails that we were doing, the servers were like, I don't know what this is. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how you want me to sell this to people. Like, people mm-hmm. don't get it. And so I made like a little newsletter for them. Okay. To be able to like translate it in a way that was like uh, not so verbose and like okay. intimidating. It was like really approachable. It's Talk like, oh, if you like this, then you uh, would probably like this. So there was like yeah. suggestions like somebody's drinking a vodka cranberry. They probably, this will be an easy sidestep for them. Okay. Those sort of things. So they were like, yeah, that's great. And, I'm, and so I started doing that. And then they were like, well, do you want to do a class? Oh, <laughs> and yeah. I was like, like yeah, class? yeah, like yeah. a cocktail class. And I, mm-hmm, cause mm-hmm. like the servers really responded well to it. Hmm. They were like, you should do this. And I would say, what? Me? And then, and then I was <laughs> like, I'm going to do it. Cause I kept asking them, like, can I just keep sending these yeah. to the staff? I think mm-hmm. it's really helpful. Um, and I was even like making my own vinegar there. Oh, and I'm like, sure. I want to make vinegar. And they're like, okay. That's awesome. <laughs> so I would think of like, you know, class. So we called it Sunday school. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's really where I was like, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It was really fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's where I really like found so much passion for mm-hmm. this industry because it was mm-hmm. like I was learning, I was getting people. And teaching. Yeah. Getting and people I was excited. They were excited because they knew I was excited Mm -hmm. and um, it wasn't this like kind of like bullshit, like intimidating, like, you know, like we don't really Mm -hmm. like use the word like mixologist Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Like I would never refer to myself (laughs) as that because I feel like it separates me. Like I'm a bartender. I'm proud of that. You know, like I don't need a fancy name. And that's my problem when I go to places Mm. like L.A. It's like. Uh, a lot of those bartenders forget that we're in the hospitality industry and we're supposed uh, to make it fun. It's okay. drinking. It's supposed to be fun. And like uh, you miss that piece of like if people are making drinks at home and they're excited about it, when they go out, we get to have more fun mm-hmm, and experiment mm-hmm. more because they're like, oh, I can make that at home. Like mm-hmm. what else you got? You know? Right. Right. Um, and so that was kind of like the driving force behind that. But yeah, they just said yes to everything. <laughs> that is so awesome. And it really empowered me. And it was... um a big pivotal moment in mm-hmm. my life, you know, mm-hmm. just to mm-hmm. see like mm-hmm. how much I blossomed there because they yeah, were just yeah. willing to say like, yeah, okay, do it, do it. What <laughs> kind of classes did you right. like? Was it not like how to make 
Yeah, in, we. I did like, like different. I did different themes. So sometimes I would do like, um, you know, like winter cocktails, or we're gonna do all um, uh, bitters, like teaching how to make bitters and mm-hmm. like bitter liqueurs. Or I would, um, one class I did, I was like, don't say yes to me next time I do this. <laughs> I did, uh, so I would always do like four or five cocktails. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, so I did one and it was all edible cocktails. Edible cocktails. Yeah. So I basically made like a five course tasting menu Holy of shnikes. food. And I'm not a chef. I'm like, why the hell did you guys say yes to this? <laughs> really? I was it was insane. You got a rope in a chef. For I'm that sweating one, like, right hey, now just thinking about it. It was so stressful. She is. She is. It's so stressful. But like I made like for instance, I made um a French seventy five salad. So it was like a gin vinaigrette really? with like that lemon. <laughs> like champagne. Uh what else did I do? I did like a dark and stormy um ice cream sundae. Ooh. I did a um, blackberry bourbon smash hand pie. (laughs) Oh, that sounds horrible. (laughs) It's absurd. (laughs) It's so absurd. I can't believe I did it. And I remember like I was, and I think that's the thing is that like I would tell the the people who attended the class, I would tell them all of the failures, Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. everything horrible. I'm like, guess what? I made you guys gin lollipops. They turned out like shit. (laughs) (laughs) So we're not going to have them. They they came out kind of okay, but they all melted together. And that's why my hair is up because I was sweating. (laughs) (laughs) And I would just be honest because I'm like, it's you're not perfect. It's okay. Like you're going to make mistakes. You're going to make shitty cocktails, but even shitty cocktails. Ah, it's still a cocktail. Yeah, so yeah, so that was um, yeah, that was really fun, and it's still my favorite thing. We have cocktail classes at the bar now. Oh, you and do. It's still my uh, favorite. Really? It's so my great. favorite thing to do. It's like everything that is I it want. every Sunday. No, or we you, you space it out. Uh, we do it. What? So we're gonna start back up at the end of February. It's called. Um, at homemakers, it's called Cup Scouts, like C U P. Cup, 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 cup. Right. cup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that I don't get sued. Uh, <laughs> right. That's smart. That's yes. cup. Uh, yeah. Your, your lawyer. Yeah. Um, so we do it well. once a month on Saturdays. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Very so, cool. um, but it is still my favorite favorite thing to do because it's just like fun everybody's having a good time yeah. it challenges me to be really creative mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um yeah. and to c- continue to learn and, yeah, yeah continue to learn and push myself so um and i love like kind of the idea that people are trapped <laughs> with me so i make four cocktails and i i always tell them like one of these cocktails is going to scare the shit out of you and you're not going to want to drink it. <laughs> but, but you're going to drink it. For it. You're gonna yeah. Because <laughs> like, that's the fun thing. It's like you get people to try something new. That's amazing. Right. That's mm-hmm. really cool mm-hmm. to see people get out of their comfort zone and you're allowed to say you didn't like something. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the biggest thing, Like, especially because people well, yeah. here are so nice. <laughs> <laughs> they never want to be like, I hated this, you know, and it's like, I don't care. You didn't talk about my dog. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. it's just a drink. Like, we all have different tastes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's like a big sure. thing that we really want people to to know hmm. as just bar goers. Mm-hmm, you're allowed mm-hmm. to say if you don't like something like your money is respected and yeah. I want you to enjoy what you're having. If you don't like something, I'll make you something else. It's, I promise. No hard there's feelings. There's plenty of liquor really? left. That's yeah, no cool. hard feelings. No, because cool. also, like, if you come back to the bar, I'm going to think whatever I made you last time, bartenders are like, 
we never forget anything. We hear everything. I promise you, we hear everything. Everything. I'm sure you do. And that, that, um, that side conversation, you don't think anybody's listening to. No, it. yeah. I tell people it's like um, you're like the mother of 10 drunk children. Like you're always like, what? What's happening? You okay? What did you, you do, do over you there? Do you need water? <laughs> yeah. Something. Yeah. What, what did you say? Um, <laughs> so it's one of those things where we hear everything and I remember everything. So mm. if you have a drink and you you don't tell me you didn't like it. I'm going to think you liked it. Again, and then when you come back. Like, oh, you want that thing you hated? Or right? like, oh, here, this tastes like similar to the other thing. And then you we're in a it. weird, oh, no. awkward. It's like that thing where you don't remember somebody's name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> right, You're in that right, wheel. Right. right. Yep. right? It's like, oh, we've gone too long now. Yeah. Oh, I can't. Oh, shit. Yeah. Then yeah. I'm going to be like, you love old fashioned. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, I hate them. Hey, guy with the face. All right. All right. It's like, I'm actually allergic to bourbon, and I break out every time. (laughs) And now I just choke it down. Wow, I made about 20 of those for you. (laughs) So it was like mixology and and kind of uh, the whole providing an experience for people. Was that something you drew from childhood, or is that something you... Uh, kind of developed as you said with your travels and your different jobs i think it's just like i like i'm uh, so i think it just comes stems from um the fact that i'm filipino i know Mm -hmm. that sounds so weird but filipinos are genuinely the most hospitable people and like maybe i'm biased but like my mom literally will like make you a meal if you went to my house in riverside right now to my mm-hmm, parents house mm-hmm. and you're like hey i had your daughter on on a podcast can i come in she'd be like what do you want to eat you, are you hungry what do you like to drink i'll really? go to the store i'll yeah. grab it for you yeah um yeah so my parents always threw the best parties when we were growing up as kids That's and awesome. so like to me it's like i just get to throw parties <laughs> you know like i'm you just draw like, from those experiences yeah. And, yeah 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 i mean it's just like i get to like host people and make them happy make them yeah. like you know just feel like they're part of something and like mm-hmm. that's the cool thing about bars or any spaces where people gather it's like you're unknowingly hanging out with people you might not even like mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but you're yeah, yeah. Right. part of the same like cool right. vibe like you're vibing together mm-hmm. you're not talking about politics or any of that dividing stuff that like right. keeps us apart yeah right you get to be in one room and just like enjoy you're yourself. all having a good time yeah. you know and then you know there's people that ruin the bed then they can leave and they can <laughs> get out get out yes. um but that's what's cool and um it's nice for people to feel comfortable and welcome and that's the biggest thing about the hospitality industry it's like it innately is just part of the human experience mm-hmm. is that people just mm-hmm. want to be seen. Mm-hmm. They just want to be like, Hey, you see me, I'm you want to take care of me. Yeah. I feel good. Mm-hmm. It's worth mm-hmm. the money. You know? Yeah. That's all it is. Hmm. You referenced it a moment ago and we didn't say at the top of the show, but homemakers bar yeah. is your, I mean, your child. Um, yes. She's seven months old. Seven months seven old. Months yeah. old. Wow. So She's what is still a baby. what is the story behind Homemakers? So uh, Julia Pettifrin, my business partner, mm-hmm. I actually met her when I was uh, working for Watershed. So after oh, 21 right. C, I, yeah. I went to the, Watershed. The distillery. Aren't they um, out of Columbus? Out of Columbus, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to try something different, mm-hmm. and I really respected their company, and the people there are really intentional mm-hmm. and just thoughtful 
and they're mm-hmm. just like good humans, you know. Nice. And um, I think that's really important to just like oh, yeah. be around after you know the backstory of Los Angeles. Oh yeah, it's oh, like yeah. Um, I latch on to that energy. I'm like, all right, you're I a good know, person. I'm looking for this, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, really good bunch of people over there. So I met. Julia, she spent 11 years in Los Angeles. Oh, wow. Moved here to open Sundry and Vice. Oh, okay. And yeah, 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 so I met yeah. her. I was trying to sell her booze. Oh. Yeah. You're like, and, buy this watershed. Yeah, buy this. It's and sweet. Yeah, and we just had a lot in common, and we have a lot of the same values, and we look at the world the same way. Mm-hmm. And uh, we both work really hard. She works so hard. Mm-hmm. And she would just start planting these little seeds, like, one mm-hmm. day. We're going to go you into business together, you know? Really? And I would say, no way. <laughs> <laughs> hard pass. You know, like I was just not. Why I was, was it ne- a hard pass? I was, I was not that interested in opening a bar because I didn't know why. Okay. Like, why would I open a bar? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And to me, gotcha. that's really important to be able to. Find the why. Yeah. And yeah. like, why would I do this? Like for me, like working at Watershed, there was a reason it was it was really cool to be part of a company from you know seemingly very early on to help build something i think mm-hmm. is really cool and it helped mm-hmm. me being part of the bar community in cincinnati is like really important to me mm-hmm. and it really helped me expand that community because at 21c i was just sort of in my 21c little bubble right yeah and i would like meet people and like try to you know but you get so stuck in your own little like hamster right. wheel mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. that job required me to meet so many different kinds of bartenders right. so many different, different bars scenes, out of uh, different of neighborhoods yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. know so it was like really cool to be able to be inspired mm-hmm. that way from mm-hmm. different people who maybe weren't quote unquote like craft cocktail oh, bartenders right, yeah, yeah, or whatever because yeah. it's like we're all part of the same community yeah, you know we're all trying to hospitality right yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah um so I just wasn't like, why would I do that? You know, and the more that I got to know Julia, the more the why became apparent. Okay. It was like, you know, to be able to provide a space where people can feel so comfortable and to be able to do the things that I really am passionate about and mm-hmm. love to do, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which is to give people that just like welcome feeling and Mm -hmm. to get people to really love and enjoy cocktails. Like I want people to make cocktails at home the way they cook, Mm, you know, like 20 years ago, people weren't cooking the way that they cook, you know, like it's, it wasn't like spoken about or talked about. So like very mainstream now, like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's not that weird for somebody to be like, Oh yeah, I made fresh pasta at home, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And that's because people made it accessible and approachable and, um, there's just so much information out there, so you can just go and say like, yeah, oh, that's okay, true. I can right. make you can, pasta. You, you can YouTube yeah. almost anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so um, I think that's really cool. And and again, like I think being able to provide a space for other bartenders um, to be able to say yes to them, mm. the way people said yes to me, I think was really cool and important. That's huge. And mm. um, I really believe in the community of Cincinnati. I think it's so special and like. Having being able to open a bar gives me that vehicle to be able to sort of um, continue to spread the word, like mm-hmm. on a national level, of mm-hmm. like how special mm-hmm. this place is, okay, and yeah. like how other there's so many talented bartenders who are doing so many amazing things, so many yeah great bar owners all over the city, all over the city yeah. who have so much to contribute, and they should get the accolades that other cities get, like mm-hmm. they deserve that. 
Yeah. Um, so it's a little here, bit here. easier yeah. when you own a bar. Yeah. Right. You, you, then you're like, <laughs> I got the chops. I got my space. I love your space, by Thank the way. Thank you. I mean, yeah, Julia's the interior designer. Oh, for real? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You so want to describe can... it to the those who have not yeah, been? Yeah, please do. Yeah, so it has like a, so it's called Homemakers. Um, so it's kind of like a three-prong approach mm -hmm. of why we called it that. Okay. Um, one, Julia and I are both not from Cincinnati, so we decided to make Cincinnati home. There you go. Um, and two, we're really a space that celebrates speakers. So we try to collaborate within our community mm -hmm. and like really celebrating our community. Um, hmm. And it is a place where people make something of themselves, you know? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And that is like such a beautiful thing about Cincinnati. And it is like a very subversive kind of cheeky ode to the Susie homemaker of the <laughs> 50s and 60s because yeah. we're both females right, right. in our 30s and um, you know you'd kind of defy what is the convention of that mm -hmm. idea or norm mm -hmm. so the space aesthetically takes on that mid-century kind ah. of feel so it has a lot of odes to the 50s, 60s and 70s mm -hmm. with bright colors um, and then we reuse a lot of like common household items so like the bar top is made of um, broken china that it was so, uh, it's, it's, yeah. a, it's a showstopper. Honestly. It is. I, I it. it was so wild to me when Julia's like, "This is what we're gonna do," and I was like, "What? Cool." Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say yes because that's what we're doing. And then at the time, it was like so like, "Oh, we're gonna break all this china. It's gonna mm -hmm, be amazing." And mm -hmm. then the thing is, it's like you have all this broken china, and then you have to arrange it. Yeah. Which is like, yeah. sounds like yeah, just scattered on the fucking. It's bar, like you know? nope. But you have to be really like intentional to make it look random yeah. so it is like right. an exercise in insanity <laughs> but so still I, <laughs> aesthetically pleasing too. yeah I mean, so then we just, did that yeah. but here's an insane thing so we were there till like three in the morning arranging all this fucking china oh and gosh. i could not i just was like secretly like i hate you <laughs> maybe <laughs> not I secretly say, because like why did we, i say yes to this like i think the last hour we were there we didn't say a fucking word to each other. <laughs> we were so tired because we were also like in the midst of like just trying Everything to get the else. bar open yeah. and like training and manuals and like all this random broken yeah stuff, right? so we're yeah. arranging it all you know <laughs> and so we partnered with sediment design and that's the thing we were so lucky we worked with so many amazing people mm -hmm. on this project like it wasn't just julia and i like look what we did yeah we, you did, know? we did the whole thing ourselves. yeah uh, right. so sediment design right. is an amazing company Say and that they again? i'm not familiar with them sediment design they've sediment. done a lot okay. of um they did uh three points they did oh, yeah. uh the new quan hapa hopefully all of those are right um uh, i think they are the full length thing yeah the new the new one okay um and then three points oh yeah i love that that brew yeah, is great. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, so they did a couple pieces for them okay. uh projects mm -hmm. there so they built the bar top so it's like wood mm -hmm. framed mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and then basically we arranged it inside. They broke it up into four panels and then it's epoxy that they pour inside of the bar. Right. So oh, it looks okay. like the China's kind of floating. Oh, but it's like, you know, when works. you work with people who care about the end product. Mm -hmm. So if they had just poured everything straight on, there would have been a ton of bubbles. So they, the next morning, they picked up every piece of China that we sat down brushed all of the because all of the edges are porous brush i know those faces um We're, our mouths are agape uh, they're agape yeah this so they brush nuts. every side and then oh put it my God. exactly Holy i think it shit. took them like eight hours before they poured a drop of epoxy wow. i was like i will go so hard for sediment design Hell for yeah. life for Shout life sediment design sediment yeah. design 
Sounds yeah. like a that's future some uh, stuff. That's great. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah, that's great. They, Good for you guys. They really give a shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's cool. Um so so yeah, so I uh I definitely learned a lot just like being able to work with so many other people who were mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know, um we had somebody come in and uh do a mural from us. Her name's Adelie. She's hmm. had a Dayton. Okay. She did like that big stripe mural. Oh, I love that. Yeah, Julius. Is that the one that goes, is there like a, I'm sorry, is yeah. there like a circular window? I know uh, it's like about. a, yeah, it's like kind of, I forget the name, Curio Cabinet. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I nailed it. I can't believe I pulled yes. that up. I don't remember. But I deleted <laughs> that file. <laughs> um, and then Julia's dad made us a chandelier of silverware. Mm, nice. In the middle, yeah. So it's like stuff like that. So she really kind of played with like household items that yeah. kind of are very much like ourselves, seen in a different way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, we really tried to lean into that um, idea of like defying convention. Yeah, that yeah. whole aesthetic. I and, love it. That's and great. then yeah. with your your drink program, I haven't been back since you you uh, you have a new yeah. Like, we Did, just released a new cocktail menu. Okay, okay. Yeah, two weeks ago. Okay. So, you know, January is supposed to be like, oh, we're going to just like relax mm-hmm. and like take a breath after the crazy holidays. And we're sure. like, new drink menu with 20 <laughs> new drinks. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, 20 oh. new drinks. Three of them are spirit free. Okay. But still like very composed. Like, so you cool. can have anybody can just come in and be a part of the scene. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Drink cool. Yeah, fun. it's a it's a beast when you roll out that many yeah. drinks. I don't even know like, how do you do like it's like okay it's we're very put methodical. This stuff together. Yeah, so it's like very similar to like um, this idea of like mise en place um, mm. from the chef world of like okay. setting everything up the same. Sure. Um, so that you can build muscle memory and yeah, yeah. Um, right. So that way it's like your house is in order. You can like pull everything. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's just like learning all the drinks and re- memorizing recipes and everything. But we subscribe to this idea of like cocktail families okay um which is something that i learned um i've always heard of cocktail families i've but never i've never heard of this so term. it's this idea that um all cocktails are based off you know anywhere from like six to ten families they're okay. all just riffs so if you know those families it makes it a lot easier to memorize drinks because okay. you're like oh that's a sour that's like a manhattan riff or okay. oh okay right um what are the families this is um, intriguing yeah. to me honestly. <laughs> uh there's uh so there's like you can go six to ten. Um, so there's things like um, sours, sure. um, old fashioned, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, daiquiri family, oh. uh, stuff like that. So it's like the same ratios, and okay. then you just kind of branch out. And that's the thing about cocktails; it's like easy. It's like when you know you're trying food for the first time, and and there's like one familiar ingredient, and mm-hmm, you're like, I mm-hmm. kind of know what that tastes like, you know. So if there's you the, walk up to a bit, yeah, yeah, so if you walk up to the bar and there's something on the menu. And I say to you, it's kind of like a Manhattan. You would mm-hmm. be like, I kind of know what that tastes like. I'm mm-hmm. either going to like it or not like it. Or, or like, it's kind of like a direction. mule or, yeah. you know, like you kind of have an idea. So I think it's good to have those reference points, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, like that home base to kind of like draw from. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a good way to um, make people feel comfortable because mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like people sometimes feel scared to ask, like, I don't know what that word is. Sure. I don't right. know. Yeah. You know, and I've been in this industry a long time. There's always something I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like even when so a guest will ask me something, I'll say like, 
Oh, that's it's been a while <laughs> since I made that. <laughs> I'll have to double check so I make Can it I right have to look for that you. Up. Yeah, you know, so um yeah. and that's the cool thing, you never stop learning, which I'm sure is like similar for you guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, as musicians, think? absolutely. Yeah. You yeah. you have to keep your mind open, yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So that's what's cool. Um I forgot what we were talking about. Uh, <laughs> families, cocktails. Family, oh, the new cocktail. Yeah. The new cocktail. Yeah. So uh, we're really proud of this because the first um, cocktail menu was just Julie and I creating that cocktail menu. And I loved it. I mean, the all the ones <gasps> I you. had. I'm, I'm really into Amaro and Sherry now. Yeah. And you guys had like all that stuff. Yeah. The first time I came in, I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. We were really geeked out about it. But it's scary because like you don't want to scare people off. Mm-hmm. It's like a, right. the first one. It's like. Julie and I were full panic mode. Sure, sure. <laughs> it was petrifying. It was so fucking scary. Like, we were we just do? like, we got to be different. This isn't good different. enough. Yeah. <laughs> like we're both just like, you know, we're both really hard on ourselves. Yeah. Um, and so it's nice to be able to be with somebody who could give you that mm. grace and kindness of mm. like, no, it's okay. And we kind of take turns of yeah. like, oh, the, the comfort. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I, I can't imagine doing this by myself. Mm-hmm, I think it would mm-hmm. be really hard. Yeah. Because there's just like moments when you're sort of like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it's like, what? Because uh, you, you may, all you see in the beginning. We don't know anything yeah. about that at all. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah. I Flying mean, I think it's net. hard. And like, I've told like other bar owners, I'm like, God, like the beginning, does this ever go away? Because all you see is your mistakes. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, right. and you're just like, you just beat yourself up. Mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. so hard. And it reminds you that like, when you go out to eat or you go listen to a show, mm-hmm. it's like there's people behind that who like care mm-hmm. about seemingly what they're putting out there, you mm-hmm. know? And it's like, you're just going to shit on them like that. <laughs> like you forget, you forget there's mm-hmm. like people attached to it that yeah. like care yes. and like this yes. is their livelihood, this you know? And it's so easy to, to it. get online and be like, fuck, fuck this place. This one yeah. star, meh, meh, meh. Yeah. yeah. There's, not enough booze in my drink Man. yeah and so i what did, what did you guys like what did you hold on to to just push through mm-hmm. right through that um, fear of what people thought revenge no <laughs> just kidding. hey whatever works <laughs> <laughs> whatever is your motivator but i'll show you no um <laughs> no i think it's mostly like we just want to be our best you know yeah. so i think it's good to just it's good to find that healthy place not in the darkness yeah yeah yeah. where you can see your mistakes (laughs) you know just like a gray room with a little light coming in you know just just like just enough light to keep you from you know just like throwing in the towel yeah yeah (laughs) but i uh, yeah i mean i think it's just like being able to live in that place of like that was a mistake Mm -hmm. how do we get better you know it's like living in a place of solutions instead of just because that, that's what makes you better is being able to say, like, that was a mistake, you know, mm-hmm. and not accepting something that's not good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and ask what the lesson is and then. Yeah. And then move on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like you can't hold on to it and you mm-hmm. just you mm-hmm. don't have time. Right. And especially right. like in a in a industry like the bar industry, it's like yeah. we're expected. And this is like part of the culture that I hate is mm-hmm. that we don't take care of ourselves. You know, it's like you're expected to like work when you're sick or like, mm-hmm. Hey, guess what? Something shitty just happened. You have to like put a smile on and like take care of these people. Cause they don't care, yeah. you know, and nor should they, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I think it's one of those things that we need to talk about that more as an industry and like, yeah, 
take mm. better care of each other mm-hmm, and ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think entrepreneurs in general, you work yourself to the into the ground. Yeah. Um, because you sort of tell yourself like, I'm doing it for this reason, you mm-hmm, know? And like, mm-hmm. I'm lucky enough, I have a partner who is not afraid to call me out mm-hmm. and say like, you're working too hard. You need to take a break. Okay. That's great. That's huge. Yeah. Wow. That's he huge stands up to, to me. Have. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Because, like, yeah. you know, it's just, like, good to be able to have that check-in mm-hmm, of, like, mm-hmm. um, you need some time for yourself because you were about to lose it, yeah. you know? And, like, it's good. Like, Julie and I can do that for each other. We check in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we try to live in that work-life balance place. I mean, yeah. it's hard the first year you're open. Oh, big mm-hmm. time. We left for the first time. We left the baby alone last week oh my gosh she's okay she's okay she's alive she made it. yeah we went to chicago so that julia could, could compete in um a competition called speed rack speed rack it's amazing what y'all is, get on think... instagram okay. and look it up speed rack yeah so speed it's rack chicago yeah yeah so it's that? a what national it? competition um it was started by two female uh bartenders mm-hmm. uh bar owners who uh, are raising money for breast cancer. Th- oh, so wow. this is their ninth season and they've raised over a million dollars. Oh, shit. Yeah. And wow. so you watch women uh, compete against e- each other but mm-hmm, root each mm-hmm. other on. It's beautiful. That's, so that sounds like a really cool community. They make drinks so fast, like perfect cocktails, like beautiful cocktails so yeah. fast. And it's amazing. Just watch these videos. It's so inspiring. Wow. Okay. And so um, I believe Julie is the first woman from Cincinnati to compete. Okay. Um, so for us, it's like really important that we're like, you just show up. You keep mm-hmm. showing just up keep to these up. these kind of events so that people are like, oh, Cincinnati, Cincinnati. Got to so bring a bigger crew next huh. year. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I just posted something on Instagram about it because um, it would be so amazing to get. There's so many amazing female bartenders yes. in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Mm-hmm. Like, there's mm-hmm. not. I mean, it is still a male dominated industry, but the bad assery of the women in Cincinnati, it's pretty dope. So I, yeah, we can attest a. to that. Yeah, yeah. so many great women strong who are just like don't take shit you yeah. know but are so kind and hospitable but like yeah. you don't get to treat me like that you know? priorities <laughs> in order. i love that mm-hmm. yeah so oh, yeah. um so that's the thing like julia certainly wasn't trying to like gain any like personal like you know what i mean like yeah. she was like yeah, yeah. i'm doing this so that hopefully somebody else will do it. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to put myself out there. I'm going to be the trailblazer and yeah. be the first one from here. Yeah. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. So are there people from all over the country at this thing? So they do regions. So uh, the Midwest okay. region, the final is in Chicago. Oh, okay. So the Midwest region is the most competitive. So really? there's 33 women who compete in the first round. You have to make four drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, Julia's best time was 40 seconds. Shit. And she didn't make it to the stage. Wow. It's intense. I mean, it is intense. And 40 like, seconds. 40 seconds for a, a perfect cocktail. Four. Cocktail. Four. Four. four seconds? No, four, four cocktails. Oh, four. Se- oh, what on a second? Four cocktails in 40 seconds? In 40 seconds. Yeah. My God. And she didn't get. No. I don't even wow. think I could turn the, the I fucking think- <laughs> kitchen faucet on in 40 seconds. <laughs> Let's time you. Ready? Go. Uh. <laughs> That's how I would be like, oh my yeah. God, what, how I'd be I like, okay, oh I got to get, yeah. get this Jesus. bottle. Jesus. It's oh. crazy. So they give you uh, six cocktails they to tell memorize. You, okay. Here's the six cocktails. Okay. They call four. Shit. When you get to the stage, they pull 
from 71 cocktails. So the whole drive up to Chicago, we were practicing. Because I mean, like, also, Julia is like, we're running a bar that's in its seventh month. Yeah. And she's trying to practice for this. I was like, you're insane. And I love you. You know, like, let's do it. That's fucking bad. Yeah, it's badass. And she was like, I'm going to do it. And I was like, you're showing up. Because I was so proud of her that she put Mm -hmm, herself out there. mm -hmm. It's so scary. Because there were were women who were like, have been practicing for five months. Like, it's no joke. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's intense. Damn. And so mad props to Julia. Mad props. Oh, yeah. Because she put herself out there. So next year, we're going to go with a whole crew of women from Cincinnati. Start training, y'all. I know. It's going to be amazing. Uh, But it's stuff like that that we really, you know, push ourselves to do. Mm -hmm, And we, mm -hmm. like, um, seek out and make sure that we're trying Mm -hmm. like you just have to try and put yourself Mm -hmm. out there because it's like you can't wait for people to notice you yeah you can't wait for people to be Uh, like you know one day cincinnati they're gonna know they're gonna figure it out that we're amazing you gotta bring it i mean we hear that message from so many different people we have on this show you can't wait can't wait around you can't wait right Nobody's going to ask you to the dance. You got to ask. <laughs> you got to make They're that too move. scared. Yeah. They don't know. <laughs> they don't know. They don't know how good, how good it is. You, you got to you know, show them. It's so we had, uh, we've had numerous guests. The one that's come to mind is Joe Masharette just talking about, so he's in Joe's truck stops and the tours uh-huh. and, you know, phenomenal yeah, musician. Badass dude. Yeah. Badass yeah. dude. And he would, you know, his comment was that Cincinnati is so awesome and people, you know, it's all good. They choose to just stay here, though. And, and it's like, yeah. we need to be shouting this stuff from the rooftops. Right. Yeah, Come that's right. how I feel. Right. I mean, maybe you it's because I'm not from here. Right, yeah. So you it's have a, like... Uh, that different perspective. It's like, I found this awesome thing. I want to tell everybody about it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, um, that's how I truly feel. And so it it takes a lot of just, like, putting yourself out there. And, like, hmm. um, like for instance... Um, Julia and I applied to do a panel at Tales of the Cocktail. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really competitive. What is that? Tales of the Cocktail is like a um, basically like the biggest spirit conference in our industry. Okay. So they do like spirited awards. They hand out like best bar in the world. Oh, shit. Um, it's always in New Orleans. Oh, it's amazing. Nice. Yeah. Favorite city. Uh, can we, other than Cincinnati. Yeah. Can we go? Can yeah, we, you can, can come. We, can we go there? Can yeah, go you guys should come. <laughs> We've been uh, looking for an excuse to get back for quite right? a while. Yeah. yeah. You guys should come. Yeah. Yeah, no, when for sure. It? It's in July. Okay. End of July. Ooh. It's a party. It is insane. Ooh, it's New amazing. It's in July. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. it's, yeah. We're going, just, we're going you sweat out the booze. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just sweat it out in that dry heat. No, it's That's humid. Right. It's humid. It's not dry. It's yeah, so not humid. dry. Not yeah. dry. Not, so no. humid. You'll pass out. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Um, you can get back up and start. You're okay. Yeah, all right. You're all right. Yeah. Walk it off. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we pitched a panel to them and they had hundreds of people pitch okay. and they, uh, we made it. Oh my gosh. So we're presenting. Okay. Congratulations. Thank you. What are, what's your topic? Um, so I'm the moderator of the panel. Julia will be part of the panel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jacob. Trevino. Oh, our, shout out to friend hey, Jacob. Yep. Um, yeah. He calls me his garbage sister. <laughs> my, myself and Julia were his garbage sisters. Oh, um, I love lovely. him. Uh, so, um, Jeremy uh, Johnson from Meta in Louisville, mm-hmm. and then Brent Falco, who is the regional rep for Fernet Branca. Oh, wow. Okay. So, the name of the panel is called Little Pond Syndrome. 
Um, pond syndrome. I'm um, making a big splash in a schmedium market. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so right. it's like there's so many people uh, who come from all over the country to be yeah. part of this like wow. amazing conference. That so makes so yeah. much sense. We wanted to really like talk about like struggles and strategies of being in a market. Hmm. Like Cincinnati or Louisville, like mid-sized, city, yeah, mid-sized city that like kind of, uh, yeah, and like you know the little pond chip on the shoulder mm, yeah. right, that you yeah, get right, a little yeah. bit, yep. Um, because like I've been to Louisville, I've been to other like Cleveland, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Indianapolis, and there's people doing badass things there, and they oh, just yeah. you know mm-hmm. you get a, you get overlooked, and then yeah. it's also yeah. like getting your community yeah. behind you because it's mm-hmm. like this idea of like oh, stuff you can do in Los Angeles you can't get away with in Cincinnati. And it's like, there's a kernel of truth in that, but there Mm -hmm. is also like, you just have to present it in a way that isn't pretentious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because that's the thing. We were talking about Los Angeles and like you love it there. And I love it because my family's there. And Mm -hmm. I truly like, Mm -hmm. it's home to me, but you can have more than one home, you know? But like when I go there... and I, I always want to check out the new bars or like oh, of something new that's R&D. open. Yep. Yeah, so I go and I'm like, oh, fuck, I forgot people are rude here. Everyone's <laughs> <laughs> um, asking me how my day is going. I don't, why are yeah, they glaring at me? It's just like very, like, in my experience, a lot of the newer places that I'll go to are very like, you're so lucky to be here. Oh, my God. So, you're so lucky you found us. Give me yeah. $20 for that cocktail. <laughs> oh, right. right. You know, so right, it's like, right, and that's what right. I love about Chicago, too, is like, People are doing such amazing things and yeah. they're just killing it and being so nice about it. Being chill. <laughs> right. Chill. And there's definitely there. like, don't get me wrong, there's plenty of places in Los Angeles where people are like nice. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. But for them, but when I go home, it's like more often than not, I'm like, oh, can I get a drink, please? <laughs> like, I'm always like, is that okay? Can I? <laughs> Am I allowed to be here? Am yeah, I, right. Can, can I, I ask order? about this menu? <laughs> Mike, how did, why, why aren't you talking to me? Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Did I do something? Do I have the right jeans on? Yeah. I order this oh, God. I don't know. And it's funny because Evan, my boyfriend, he <laughs> hates it. Like when we go, really? like the, like when He's we go like, to. She owns a bar. When we, go to, when we go to like a, like a new fancy place, he hates yeah. it. But when we go to like a taco truck oh, or we're like in good, little right? Tokyo eating ramen, he's like, I love LA. Right. You know? that, I, I got to say for the record, that is the LA. That That's I the love. way you love. Is yeah. Like the, yeah. You know. Mm-hmm neighborhood yes gritty stuff that yeah i love yeah. Yeah. yeah all of those like little strip malls with all oh. that good food oh, oh yeah so good I, I eat so well when i'm in la for yeah. sure yeah. oh my yeah. god i, I pretty much it. whenever i'm in la i pretty much live off of food trucks mm-hmm. 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 totally worth just it just saying i love it i'll send you a list of places you should Ooh. eat do. yeah go. my so mother-in-law many. lives outside of la so i'm, I'm gonna be there a lot yeah so. there's one ramen send place on down. yeah one ramen <laughs> place in uh little tokyo and that's the funny part is like you go and there's like 25 ramen places in sure. like a three block it's radius like, how do you right. figure out the best one the yeah. one with the line ah <laughs> yeah there's one place right? <laughs> i know ne- i never know the name i'm just like it's across the street from this you know and it's like everybody you just have to go in and you just figure out the system you write your name on the clipboard <laughs> don't go far away they're not gonna call you don't leave a phone number yeah yeah yeah. No you just no. need to be there you're not allowed to get to go food like it is like holy crap yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah it's worth oh, yeah. it that sounds yeah. I, I kind of want to go there now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't been since you I was been to like... You LA? Last time I was in L- So I do have family that lives outside of LA, the yeah. other side of the Gilronan and, and Galvin families, but last time I was out there, I think it was 10. 
So. You were 10 years old? Yeah, oh, 27 man. years so later. It's time. Not really. No, not really. You no. need to go. I got to see. Go. I got to see the Eat rest of the fam. Yeah. yeah. I think you guys should do a podcast out there. Oh, I will. Be it's kind of in the plans. Right. We're going to, yeah. In the back of a food truck. <laughs> Hopefully. That would be amazing. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully we just do a tour of back of food, food trucks. Food trucks. Yeah. Podcasts. That would be <sighs> Can I, I come? Next summer, maybe? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. You can, tell us you, guys are. you can be our, our Sherpa. There is one food truck, the best taco truck. It's in the valley. It's under a um, freeway overpass. Nice. <laughs> I love it. And it's the, the best shit ever, right? It's the best shit ever. They don't have a menu. Right. And there's just like this little like, like Mexican us. grandma making tortillas in the window of this food truck. And oh, the perfect. line is so long that there's other, they're not food trucks, they're food tables, like selling other shit to people <laughs> waiting in line. So it's like one woman selling like desserts or like <laughs> drinks and like pickles because they're just like, they're these the, people are hungry. Let's make some money. On of the uh, that yeah, truck. I love it. It's great. Okay. All right. We might be a brainstorm in here. Next. Okay. This summer we'll go to NAM in in Nashville and the Tales of the Cocktail in New Orleans. Oh, man. You guys got a packed calendar. Next summer, LA. We're going to pay for all this, Brain. Sponsorships. (laughs) (laughs) If you would like to sponsor the Easy Mojo podcast and help help us to have fun adventures. Yeah. I think uh, it would be cool if you guys came to New Orleans for Tales of the Cocktail. That would be baller. Because I would love to see the perspective of somebody not in the quote-unquote in industry, industry yeah. of like what it feels like and looks like. And we're like, we're, I'm fucking petrified. Like, I can't mm-hmm. believe, like, I still like even saying it out loud, I'm like, oh shit, we're, we have to we're present a band. <laughs> yeah. And when like, is this happening? Uh, end of July. End of July. Yeah. So we're like, I can't believe, th- I can't believe they said yes. <laughs> Because you know you put stuff out there, you're mm-hmm. like like we were right. saying, like this is never oh, yeah. gonna turn yeah. into something. Yeah, yeah. and nope, we it put it, and they're and like, like, guess what? You're presenting. They have like they have 93 panels over six days. Six days, damn. Jeez. Yeah, so it's like all con- day, all day long conference. Yeah, yeah. So there's parties every day. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. amazing, but like it's just a cool thing to be like. Oh, somebody from Cincinnati is presenting at Tales of the Cocktail. It's That'll cool. probably get turn some heads just in that. It's like what? See, what you're is you're, this? Get, you're getting the the word out there that you're. Well, being we're excited because it's just like we first that people wanted to be on our panel and said yes, right? Like yep. to even agree to yeah. be like, hey, we want to pitch this panel. Do you want to be on our panel? Right, <laughs> please, please, please. <laughs> um, and the fact that they were like, yeah, this is like a cool thing because it represents like a market. That maybe doesn't get talked about. Yeah, that needs to be. Yeah, you know. So we're petrified and excited. You guys will kill What's it. What's the word for that? Hopefully, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. Hopefully, I we can uh, figure out a way to get down there. We can root you on. That would be amazing. That'd be crazy. We'll we just out. show up in the crowd. We have got like signs we're like yeah, slamming yeah. shots. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We don't I'm know totally them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. They're not. I, wait, we don't, I don't know these guys they're, from Cincinnati. They're at from. All. Uh, <laughs> they're from. They're from Cleveland. <laughs> I actually am from Cleveland. Are you? Born and I knew there. it. I knew it. Can I tell you an interesting fact about Cleveland? Oh sure, yeah. Um. So, Ohio is a control state, so you're able to see like consumption like very readily. There's like all kinds of like if you're like a, a numbers nerd. What do you mean control state? So the state of ohio controls all of the liquor oh, like they did, own all the that. liquor yeah. i think i see once in a while the book comes out it's like this is what's this is we, what we have yeah Hooray. yeah so they you so being part of that system one of the positives is you have so much data, data. Yeah, that you can it. just like look up That's so awesome. 
2015, Cleveland made up 54% of all liquor consumed in the state of Ohio. Are you fucking serious? I'm dead ass serious. I'm not surprised at all. I was pissed. I was like, Cincinnati, let's go. What is going on? What the hell? Well, so is beer counted? No, that's just straight up liquor, sir. That's that's this town. It's got to be. There's a huge beer scene here. I know. It's a little harder now because they change it from like a three warehouse system so there used to be a warehouse in cleveland columbus and cincinnati so you could really see wow statistically Mm, what it was and now i think it's just two warehouses so i know which one closed uh they merged them i think it's like cincinnati's and And columbus Columbus are close and then you know 54 percent cleveland gets their own warehouse yeah that shit's fine yeah it's crazy right (laughs) i'm like I'm I'm not I'm not surprised and you know big props to my Cleveland brothers. <laughs> you guys are doing work. Yeah, my You're my buddy. It. Uh, it's it I'm is sure much colder there, so maybe that has. That's any? true. That my my I've I've, I've contributed to that statistic with my buddies. <laughs> uh, my buddies, you know, Dan. You're and one percent of that. <laughs> Good for you. Many others. Yes. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. Thank you so. for sharing that. I'm going to be relaying that to my Cleveland brother with pride. Very you soon. Should. Man, like, yeah. I'll text them as soon as we're done. Cincinnati's I was like, man, Cincinnati. Cincinnati's got to get, 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 get it up. There's so many bars and restaurants in Cincinnati. Yeah. You know? I mean, I think we're doing our part. It's we're pretty trying. amazing. And Columbus is way bigger, so that is yeah, I, interesting. Yeah, Columbus is a cool t- I mean, I, I love, like, Col- I would have to go there for work. And there's a lot of really talented people there. Mm-hmm. So many good restaurants. I don't know as much about it, but... But, you know, yeah. I just know it's a bigger place. But. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just one of those things. But Cleveland is also always have oh, yeah. great experiences I mean, there. All those different bars in Tremont, Ohio City. Yeah. I mean, just all over the city, really. But, but yeah, there's there's some cool stuff going on. Ohio's there doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's pretty awesome. Come on down. Um, <laughs> so what is the, you know, we're kind of getting to the end here but yeah. i i wanted to to ask before we we roll out i mean you know people that are listening and, and maybe they have ideas of well we like to have people on that are creative right so yeah, yeah. you are a creative person living your yeah. your art and dream yeah. and all that um you know it's it's cliche to ask what advice you would give but you know what what advice would you <laughs> would you say to somebody who's like maybe i can get out there and open a bar i've had yeah. this dream or or you know i want to jump into bartending or yeah. you know, something, something like, like that. that yeah mm-hmm. um i think what i've learned from like my mentors is like you know one manage your expectations mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. really think about what it's gonna take to get be honest from with yourself kinda. a and b yeah, yeah. um because specific to a bar and then also specific to being a small business owner mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it is hard mm-hmm it is difficult and you have to make a lot of sacrifices and um you know it's not just you it's also right. like a right. team that you're creating who yeah. you feel like responsible for yeah right for sure. and it's heartbreaking and um it's also like when you're a creative person in your brain it's this expectation of like, this is what it's going to be like. You spend mm-hmm, so much mm-hmm, time thinking about mm-hmm. your intentions and why you're doing something and what you want to put out into the world. But what we don't talk about enough is that once it's out in the world, you 
you don't get to decide anymore. Right. The right. people decide what yeah. it actually is. Right. And you have to that be okay. Be crippling. Yeah, yeah. And you have to just be okay with that. You know, yeah. for somebody to be like, no, this is what it is. And okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Because right. you can't, that's their experience. You don't right. get to decide yeah, for yeah. them. Yeah, you know, you can't like discount. It's like, no, it's this. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you can spend as much time and, and that time is important so that people mm-hmm. maybe get closer to it more often of mm-hmm. like what you're mm-hmm. actually intending to put out into the world. Mm-hmm. But it's hard when somebody's like, no, it's this. <laughs> you're like, oh, OK, great. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and, it's and like, what do you do in that situation when it, uh, especially when it doesn't go the way you think it should, mm-hmm, or the way you want it to? Yeah, go. I think there's part of you that wants to like look at like maybe we're not representing it in, in the correct way. Maybe mm-hmm. we need to rein it in and refocus. Mm-hmm. And then another part of you just has to be like, okay, let's go with it. That's what you decided. Yeah. So I mean, I created it. I put it out. Sorry, that's you decide. Right? Yeah, and and then it's like is it still creating a space where people are happy and like mm-hmm. getting what they want? Like, is the you know, the end result still the same, but mm-hmm. maybe not in like the way you dressed it up. You know what I mean? Right. Um, right. if yes, then you're still doing what you set out to do, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think like managing expectations is like a big one because, mm-hmm. um, I think you have to be really very honest with yourself about, how much you can take mm-hmm. what what you would do to pivot and just be able to like say like okay that didn't work mm-hmm. now what because i think that's the hardest part like when i see people struggling is like they adhere to like no it has to be this way right and just rigid and yeah and that causes a lot of mental strain yeah mm-hmm. and it's can like you repeat that one more time because i think that's really i don't even remember how i phrased it now saying, um <laughs> Just being able to like know when you need to like pivot and say know when you need to pivot. Yeah, and, and just say like brilliant. that was a mistake. You know, right. like it wasn't the right thing. We, you know, yeah. we can do it better. Mm-hmm. And I think it's hard to not always that's beat yourself badass. up, but like also just say like that's not working, mm-hmm. and, and not just, be afraid to be like okay. Yeah. Next right, thing. get back yeah. up and try something else. Grab it. Yeah, because yeah, awesome. like we've done so many events and um, mm. some of them work, some of them didn't. And then, you know, um, and it's also like sometimes like people on your team, like that is a pivot. It's like okay. we thought this was going to go one way. It's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and that's the thing, too. You have to be able to have um, a healthy team around you. Sure. That's like positive. Yeah, that's huge. <laughs> When you're oh, trying, yeah. when you're stressed and trying to create something from the ground up, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's so easy to get into that negative spiral. And if there's just people feeding that monster, yeah, right, it fucking sucks. Right, yeah, yeah. absolutely, like, it fucking sucks. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that monster yeah. goes to sleep with you. It wakes yeah. up in the morning right. with you. It's like spitting in your coffee in the morning. Yeah, it's always negative. <laughs> it's like get out of here. And mm-hmm, so if somebody's mm-hmm. like on your team feeding it. It's like it's never going to go away, you know, and it sucks because you have to be like, hey, get out of here, you know, know when to pivot. Yeah. Know when to pivot. Yeah. Sometimes away from people. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which sucks. And like that's just like been my experience in in uh, just being an adult. Mm -hmm. No kidding. That's like life advice for you. Oh, yeah. It's really hard. It's really hard because 
I I'm the kind of person I'm I'm a really positive person. I try to see the best in people. Mm-hmm. And like I remember um one of my mentors was like you see people for what you want them to be, like their mm-hmm. potential, not mm-hmm. what they actually are, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. That's a It's good and bad in that, I that's guess. That's good and right? bad, yeah. but like if somebody's showing you like I'm an asshole. Yeah. And but you're like, but you're really like a good person. And you keep they're, wishing they're an that. asshole. They're I promise you. Asshole. They're an asshole. Right, yeah. They're not a good person. They're feeding, they're feeding the monster. They're, yeah. feeding, the they're yeah. feeding the monster. Yep. They're an asshole. I yep. promise you. Right. right, right. They may have potential, but if Yeah, but, but if like they, you they, can't guess. Yeah. yeah, but like they have to they have to do, tap into that. Right. Like no no right. amount of your mentoring is or they like have to make support. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's really hard. So like that's like one thing for sure. If you're like an entrepreneur starting a business or you have mm-hmm. a small team, especially if it's a small team, it's like, man, make sure everybody on there is like who you Solid, want to be around you. Yeah. Cause like mm-hmm. it sucks. It just takes like one person. One bad apple. Mm-hmm. To just like. It only takes one asshole. To ruin the whole thing. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. I just it's said true. it. It's true. Yeah. It's so true. One asshole. For sure. Oh, <laughs> we should make t-shirts. That's great. I'm saying. Yep. Just yeah. takes one asshole. Just takes one. one. Just takes one. We got to get that, it for everybody. We got to get it. See, gotta... if you sell enough t-shirts, you can go to Norway. Oh, there you go. we got to sell asshole more than t-shirts. our coasters and stickers. We got to we gotta get on this shirt Asshole game. t-shirts. Yep. Oh, man. This merch game, you guys are Just coming. one asshole's going to fund our <laughs> way to coasters. New Orleans. <laughs> yeah. I love the coasters up. also like as a bar person. Yeah. I love a, co- a I love a good want. coaster. I will. Yeah. Okay. Some. Might yeah. be showing up at homemakers. Come on down. There you go. What advice do you guys have for me? What do we have for you? Yeah. Jesus, I have no, no one's idea. ever asked that. Nothing? Um no I one want... has no one has no not one guest has ever asked us that. I want question. I want your advice. I need it. Our advice <laughs> for you. For anyone in general, Jesus. but I'm sure I will Man. listen to it. I put you on the spot. I would say that we uh, have, honestly, we have had a lot of great conversations over these past Mm -hmm. 20 plus episodes. Yeah. Um, And I think a a common theme is kind of what what you were relating to is just have good people on your team, be as flexible as you can be, but not watch out for that one asshole. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. I really like the, and keep moving forward. I mean, there's another reference to... uh, um, actually two references. Okay. So Joe Masharette said, you know, you got to keep climbing up the mountain and, but always remember to look back cause the view gets better and better. Right. So that's love, great. Love See? that Colonel. Thank you, Joe. Oh man, that's a good one. I'm going to keep Masharette. that in my pocket. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> yeah. that's a good and we one. had another, uh, a producer friend of ours, six on here. And he said always, he thinks, um, of, you know, He's 60 years old and work backwards. What do you want? Start your from life? the end. St- oh. What do you want your life to look like? Yeah. And then start back from that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, man. That's yeah. overwhelming. It's yeah, a little overwhelming. But cool. Yeah. yeah. But it's a cool. I mean, that's that's going going hard. Right. That's great. So that's, it, that's been some good yeah, points. And there's, there's one thing I would say in starting this whole thing and like we're, we're you know, we've started the podcast. We're starting a production company. Yeah. We're all in bands. Um, a lot of what the three of us have done has been very independent, very self-funded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And one thing I've learned, it's like, you've got to know why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that has to be enough. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. 
That's you great. Know? Yeah, that's good. And I guess maybe more as an artist as opposed to a business owner. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. What I think it, it's the same you thing. think so? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But Absolutely. it's like, you know, you put out a song, you put out a podcast, you do this thing. Right. And if you're totally uh, banking on what people think. Yeah. That's going to suck. Look out. Yeah, it's look out. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> people are going to hate it. And yeah. People are going to tear your baby down. Shit on yeah. you. Oh, yeah. And destroy your Don't baby. Don't talk right? shit about the baby. Yeah. They're going <laughs> but to. But they will. It's a baby. They will. Do. I know. They will. They absolutely will. So it's like, yeah, you, you got to know what you're doing, and that has to be enough. Yeah. What's your enough? That's a good one. Yeah. What's enough? Damn. That's good, you guys. Do you have you found you've been more motivated to do more things since you started this podcast? Absolutely, yeah, one hundred percent. Absolutely, I mean we, that's great. It's like first... that plant upstairs. Yeah, <laughs> you're the plant. Yeah, just right. growing. <laughs> I love. Oh We're man, talking about our the aquarium plant up. Yeah, there, oh man, but, it's uh, magnificent. <laughs> yeah, I mean the first couple episodes we put out, we were like, oh Jesus. <laughs> Nobody's Do you listen to them to back? No, they were great. We our yeah. guests were great. Yeah, yep. but we our were, were great. A mess. We weren't great. No, really. No. Okay. Well, I would <laughs> no, say we that. Were the, yeah. Okay. yeah we, they were okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. They were okay. But you know, you put them out, and nobody listens, and you're like, "Holy shit!" Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? This is yeah. an incredible guest we yeah. had on here. Nobody's listening to it, but you just—I don't you know. You keep showing up. Yes. Keep showing up. Fuck that's yeah. awesome. Just keep that's doing awesome it. Important. That's amazing. Yeah. But I'll, I'll say the other thing is like, no matter how many people have listened to all these episodes, the three of us have gained so much yeah. from the people that have, that have come over here and just talked with us. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And just shared their struggles. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's their so triumphs. Comforting. Yeah. Right? And I'm cool. sure. And yeah. it, the message. Yeah. I mean, you were saying it earlier, but just uh, this is such a cool town, and we just yeah. want to get the word right. out of yeah. how much cool shit is going down right. across yeah. all s- the whole spectrum. Yeah, yeah, for you sure. Know? Yeah, yeah. All industries, not just hospitality and music, but you know, our education leaders, our our um, mm-hmm. you know, just just different people, our our restaurant tours and bakers and and artists yeah. and uh, there's just so much good stuff happening. Right. We just want people to connect. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Dang. Speaking Good for of, you guys. Speaking of connecting, Golly. how can people connect with you and oh, get right. to homemakers doing? and yes. get, yeah. get those butts in seats? Okay. Uh, we are on 39 East 13th Street, yep. Wal- um, corner of 13th and Walnut in mm-hmm. OTR, mm-hmm. Cincinnati. And then you can find us at Homemakers Bar on Instagram. Okay. Beautiful. Do you have a, a website or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, www.homemakersbar.com. I just said www. The World Wide Web. At AOL.com. I saw, <laughs> I saw a sign at Finley Market. Somebody was selling a... I'm not trying to talk shit about you. I'm so sorry. No. But they had a sign that was like, building for sale, and it was an AOL address. I was oh, like, my dude, what? Man. It's amazing. I was like, hey, hey oh, well, do, doing it, doing it old school. Yeah. One quick aside. What is so Homemakers Bar? I, you know, I've been there yep. a few times. I love it. Thank you. What is that? There's like German lettering above. Oh, it's, what it was, was that an building? old um, savings and loan. Oh, OK. Yeah. Um, so that building on the corner, it was two buildings that was uh, we made into one mm-hmm, mm-hmm. giant bar. Yeah. <laughs> so big. Oh, yeah. It is big. Yeah. It's 
big. It's a bigger baby than we planned for. <laughs> a healthy bigger baby. That's how it goes. Baby. Yes. Um, but it was a savings and loan. Okay. And I think there might have been a bar at one point because, like, mm. on the floor that was like completely dilapidated. Sure. There was like steel and force on the floor, oh. so it was like, like there was a bar could there. have been something for a safe, but also mm. like a bar well where you would keep ice, so oh. you'd have ah, to reinforce okay. the okay. Gotcha. Um, floor for that. But it's hard because a lot of the buildings um, change addresses or like different, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's hard to find accurate Records. stuff. But we're yeah. When we get time, we'll dig yeah, more into, dig into it. <laughs> yeah, because whenever you just got a bunch of time to look. Yeah, the when the baby the, starts yeah. walking yeah. by itself. <laughs> well, that's probably because it's pre World War. Like it was pre World War One yeah. yeah. found yeah. it, and then they changed yeah. everything. Yeah, so it's yeah, a little yeah. bit harder to mm-hmm. find information, but one day. One day. All right. So, Catherine, thank you so much. Thank so you guys. Much. Yeah. This so was so fun. To talk with you. Yeah. Um. This was so fun. Thank you yeah? so much. Yeah. No, so, it was really fun. Good. I needed this because it's, well, it's we, hard sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> really. I feel and like I just went on. to therapy. It was great. Good. All right. <laughs> no, I felt like I like I feel like I'm like, catharsis. you know what? I can do this. Yeah, <laughs> like that's girl, how I feel. Because it's like inspired us. This yeah. that's weird. I feel like it's so <laughs> weird to hear that, but like it's just feels good to be like, I can fucking do this. I can yes. do it. Hells yes. And I'm excited to I see what that. you do. Great. Come to the, the bar future. anytime. I need to make yes. it down there. Yeah. And I'm we're going to New Orleans together. It's New Orleans great. in July. We just oh, made plans. It's we just amazing. made plans. Just made it happen. All right. Well, again, My Catherine, goodness. so much. Thank you for joining us. Homemakers Bar, you should go there and spend all your money. They've got food, right. too. Yeah. So you can have a whole evening out. Um, always uh, want to thank Jeff Rickles for running sound. Yes, sir. Yeah, Being Jeff. our man behind the curtain. Um, this is BG signing out. Daniel Peterson here. You can find us at easymojobaby.com. All the stuff that we're we're doing is is kept up there. All the podcasts iTunes, Stitcher, give everything. us Give us a like, give us a subscribe, and Share if you can it. give us a five star right. to help drive those uh, ears our way, we right. would greatly appreciate it. Yeah. Until next time, y'all. Thank you. See you, See next, you next time. 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 time.